Alright, what's up everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Metro Medicine. Had a couple thoughts today about one particular theory that's very relevant in uh, traditional Chinese medicine and oriental medicine. Yin and Yang. The famous Yin and Yang. Yin and Yang, for those of you who though who uh, aren't uh, fluent, I'm not fluent either, in Chinese or Mandarin. So, yin yang, what is it? What does it mean? How is it relevant? Where did it come from? All these different things. Interesting story. Actually, you know, the yin yang symbol, uh, I've never actually tried this, but I believe, uh, I've heard from a couple of different professors that if you actually measure the cycle of the sun throughout the day, like the old sundials that are outside that measure the time for you, it actually will draw the yin-yang symbol, which is how it was actually discovered. Now, if there's no truth behind that, I don't actually know. I never tested it myself, but I, I'm pretty sure I can understand the truth behind it in terms of how the sun cycles and how it's relevant to the yin-yang symbol. Now, what does it mean? What is yin? What is yang? There's different ways to look at it. There are ways that they complement each other. There are ways that they antagonize each other. So easy comparisons are one of them is yin. We'll take one, for example, dark versus light. Yin being light, yang being dark. This is one of the more common ways how people understand yin and yang. It's just through the opposites or the, I guess, complementary ways. So man and woman, uh, I don't know, dog, cat, sun, moon, day, night, positive, negative, even, odd, whatever you could come up with. It's, a, it's an opposite of one or the other. So they can be opposites. They can be... They can be complementary forms of description. So, but what is it? So when we look at the human body, we look at different regions and we compare them from one to another. For example, upper body versus lower body. Upper body would be more yang. Why? Because yang is a little bit more etherical. Yang is a little bit more closer to heaven, if you will. So follow me on this. So closer to heaven, a little bit less tangible form of energy. So the higher we rise, think about how water evaporates and it goes up into the air, forms clouds, etc. Those sort of things you can't really grasp. You can't really take a handful of the cloud and say, hey, I got a cloud. You want some? No, you grab a hold of it. It's going to disappear. It's going to move. It's going to transform. But you grab a handful of water down on earth, of course, you can hold a little bit of it in your hand. You can put some of it in a cup. This is one of the ways that you can understand the differences between yin and yang through the atmosphere. So the upper body is considered a little bit more yang. Lower body is considered a bit more yin. Thinking of that, one reason is because your head simply is closer to heaven. So more yang. Your lower body, more closer to earth. It's got to have a grounded feeling, a stronger foundation, a bit of a root connected, if you will, to keep your balance, to keep you walking and moving and upright throughout the course of the day. We don't want you to fall over, do we? Tai Chi is about balance. Our medicine is about balance. We want to keep that. So, yin yang, what are the importances here in your life? 
You got good things. You got bad things. Now, can you understand the good things if only good things existed? No, because you would only be able to experience the good things. You wouldn't even know that bad things existed. The moment a bad thing existed, you would be completely thrown off. You wouldn't even understand what the heck was going on around you. You would say, wow, this is new. This is different. I wonder. This didn't actually feel good either. So you would be able to complement it with one versus the other, which is how our entire universe functions. You got one end of the spectrum, and then you have the other. You got positive. You got negative. You got electrons. You got protons. You got all these different things that exist in in uh, Mother Nature that can give you example as to how we function, male and female. Bring them together, you can create life. Positive and negative. All of these different elements, sun and the moon, create together one entire day. We cannot live without one or the other. So, yin and yang, what exactly are they? There are two ways to describe the opposite ends of the spectrum, but not necessarily opposite, they also complementary. Now, come a little closer to Chinese medicine, to Oriental medicine, and you can understand that sometimes, if we think of them as two cups, form of two different things. So you got a cup full of yin, you got a cup full of yang. Now, if that cup if both cups are filled to a healthy level, we'll call it a healthy level. You fill both of these two cups, one yin, one yang, to healthy levels, and then all of a sudden one of those sides starts to shrink. It might look as though you have too much in one cup compared to the other, but in fact, that one that appears to be too much is actually just the right amount that you need in order to thrive. The other one is actually too low. So acupuncturists will use this kind of approach and understanding of yin and yang to say, oh, this person's symptoms, even though they show as something being too much, actually what it is is the other side is too little. So what we need to do is reinforce the side that is too little in order to help complement the side that is actually just the right amount but appears to some as being too much. So how might that manifest in the body? Well, one of the things that we look at is heat. So does your body show signs of heat? And heat could be anything from a flushed face to inflammation. So sometimes that inflammation, take a fever for example, Whenever you get sick and you develop a fever, what is one of the things that starts to happen? You start to sweat. Okay, Why? Because your body has to find ways in order to release the heat. And the heat can be released through the water or the sweat that is perspired through your skin. Also, through how you urinate. So the quality of your urine, is it really dark yellow or is it a really, uh, really clear color? So if your body doesn't quite have enough yin, we'll say, yin, again, being fluids, part of your body that's actually tangible. Remember how I said earlier about how you can grab a little bit of water from the from a lake or from a body of water and be able to hold it in your hand, as opposed to yang, where if that were the cloud, you wouldn't be able to really grasp it with your hand. So this idea of yin and yang in, your, in the human body 
if you don't quite have enough yin, it's going to seem as though you have a little bit too much yang. So the idea of heat and inflammation and fevers. So you may present as though, oh, there's way too much heat in the body. We have to get the heat out. But in fact, your body is just trying to protect itself. And by doing so, it wants you, it's trying to tell you that you need more yin. It's trying to tell you that you need more fluids, which is one of the things we always tell you, which is drink lots of fluids. Eat foods, because probably if you have a fever, you have some other symptoms that come along with it, and maybe one of them is you don't really have a desire to eat, or you maybe you aren't able to eat because you can't digest the foods. So you start to eat thinner foods, being soups, for example. So you're nourishing your body through the consumption of fluids, which ultimately enhance the level of yin in your body, which say, okay, now we have a balance between yin and yang. Now let's try to get some of this addition, this extra heat out, which has developed. Even though you have a healthy level of yang, or the heat in your body, if there's still not enough yin for a long period of time, the heat can increase in its level. So as the yin starts to come up, if you're following me, as the yin starts to come up by you drinking lots of fluids and eating soups and various things, the yang will eventually start to drop a little bit, and then you have a nice balance between yin and yang. And when they can start to fluctuate and communicate well with each other and balance each other on both sides, then you're back into a state of health that is normal, quote unquote. Okay, so yin and yang are prevalent in our human body. They are prevalent in out in nature. They are prevalent in the universe as a gigantic whole. So the understanding of yin and yang can really help you to understand any area of study you are working, any other any other area of your life, any other area of your health. Take the concept of yin and yang. It's a concept. It is not something that you can just put on the table and say, this is yin, this is yang. It is all relative. So the sun is more yang relative to the moon, which is more yin. But there can be something that is even more yang than the sun, whatever that might be, maybe a neutron star or something that is way hotter than the sun, whatever that might actually be. Therefore, the sun is no longer yang, it now becomes yin. So it's a way to compare things. It's a way to balance things through the opposites. And it's a way to build relationships between one side versus the other. Again, all things are relative. So if you're comparing two things, if my podcast yesterday about lots to learn, you have some people that know something, some people that don't know something. Those are examples of yin and yang. But that person that knows something, there is always someone above them that knows a little bit more. Maybe they just haven't met them yet. That is another example of how yin and yang are relative through the concept of knowledge. So yin and yang through the concept of health, obviously, which is what I focus on most, being an acupuncturist, they can show up in many different ways. And it depends on my ability, and it depends on your relay of information of all the symptoms you are experiencing that you tell me that helps me and you understand what it is that is actually going on inside of your body. So the concept of yin and yang, two things, helps us to get to one thing.
which is the root cause of what it is that's going on inside of your body. So yin and yang is not only a comparison or a balance or an opposition, it is also a gateway to the ultimate location where we want to be. So for your health, we have to look at both sides of the equation and understand, okay, is this side enough? Is that side too much or vice versa? And then where does that ultimately lead us to in terms of how we can treat you as an individual? It can be emotional, it can be physical, it can be mental, it can be spiritual, however it might be in terms of you being a practitioner of whatever art that it is that you do, or just as an individual in terms of how you work. There are different levels of everything in the world. So yin and yang, how can you look at it? See if you can find a couple things in your day starting now. What is a little bit more yin? What is a little bit more yang? And when they start to get out of balance, what is it? Which side is actually a little bit more out of balance than the other? Is it the one that is a bit more substantial in terms of a tangible form? Or is it something that is not? Is it at the opposite at the end of the spectrum? Or coming back to the, the, uh, the example of knowledge, is it someone who has more knowledge or less knowledge? And how can you balance the two? It's not a fight against one another. It's a relationship between one side and the other. So the relationship between yin and yang is the key to understanding any kind of issue in the world, any kind of relationship in the world overall, and ultimately understanding ourselves as individuals. So that's it for today, guys. If you have any comments, please share them with us on Facebook, on Instagram. And remember to rate us on iTunes, on Google, on Amazon Alexa, on any of the platforms that you can find our podcast and share it with other people. Let other people know what it is that we're trying to accomplish here. So help us get that information out there and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from all your friends and your family. Help us get the knowledge out there so that we can help change lives together. So today's concept, yin and yang. See what you can do with it this week. We'd love to hear how you do it. This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. We'll see you next time.